0: Job chapter 21, Job's reply to Zophar. Then Job answered, listen carefully to my words. Let this be the consolation you offer me. Bear with me and I will speak. And after I have spoken, you may mock. Is my complaint against a man? If so, why should I not be impatient? Look at me and be appalled. Put your hands over your mouths. For when I think about this, I am terrified and my body feels a shudder the wicked prosper why do the wicked go on living grow old even increase in power their children are firmly established in their presence their offspring before their eyes their houses are safe and without fear and no rod of punishment from god is upon them their bulls breed without fail their cows carve and do not miscarry they allow their children to run like a flock their little ones dance about They sing to an accompaniment of tambourine and harp and make merry to the sound of the flute. They live out their years in prosperity and go down to the grave in peace. So they say to God, Turn away from us. We do not want to know your ways. Who is the Almighty that we should serve him? What should we gain if we are to pray to him? But their prosperity is not their own doing. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How often do the wicked suffer? How often is the lamp of the wicked extinguished? How often does their misfortune come upon them? How often does God apportion pain to them in his anger? How often are they like straw before the wind, and like chaff swept away by a whirlwind? You may say, God stores up a man's punishment for his children. Instead, let him repay the man himself, so that he may be humbled." Let his own eyes see his destruction. Let him drink of the anger of the Almighty. For what is his interest in his home after his death, when the number of his months has been broken off? Can anyone teach God's knowledge, since he judges those who are on high? Death levels everything. One man dies in his full vigour, completely secure and prosperous, his body well nourished, and the marrow of his bones moist. And another man dies in bitterness of soul, never having tasted anything good. Together they lie down in the dust, and worms cover them both. Futile words, deceptive answers. Yes, I know what you are thinking, the schemes by which you would wrong me. For they say, where now is the nobleman's house, and where are the tents in which the wicked lived? Have you never questioned those who travel the roads? Do you not recognise their accounts, that the evil man is spared from the day of his misfortune, and that he is delivered from the day of God's wrath? No one denounces his conduct to his face, no one repays him for what he has done. And when he is carried to the tombs, and watches kept over the funeral mound, the clods of the torrent valley are sweet to him, Behind him everybody follows in procession, and before him goes a countless throng. So how can you console me with your futile words? Nothing is left of your answers but deception. Job chapter 22 Eliphaz's third speech Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered, Is it to God that a strong man is of benefit? Is it to him that even a wise man is profitable? Is it of any special benefit to the Almighty that you should be righteous, or is it any gain to him that you make your ways blameless? It is because of your piety that he rebukes you and goes to judgment with you. Is not your wickedness great, and is there no end to your iniquity? For you took pledges from your brothers for no reason, and you stripped the clothing from the naked. You gave the weary no water to drink, and from the hungry you withheld food. Although you were a powerful man owning land, an honoured man living on it, you sent widows away empty-handed, and the arms of orphans you crushed. This is why snares surround you, and why sudden fear terrifies you. Why is it so dark you cannot see, and why a flood of water covers you? Is not God on high in heaven? And so the lofty stars, how high are they? But you have said, What does God know? Does he judge through such deep darkness? Thick clouds are a veil for him, so he does not see us, and he goes back and forth in the vault of heaven. You will keep to the old path that evil men have walked, men who were carried off before their time, when the flood was poured out on their foundations. They were saying to God, Turn away from us, and what can the Almighty do to us? But it was he who filled their houses with good things, yet the counsel of the wicked was far from me. The righteous see their destruction and rejoice. The innocent mock them scornfully, saying, Surely our enemies are destroyed. The fire consumes their wealth. Reconcile yourself with God and be at peace with him. In this way your prosperity will be good. Accept instruction from his mouth and store up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you remove wicked behaviour far from your tent and throw your gold in the dust, your gold of a fear among the rocks in the ravines, then the Almighty himself will be your gold and the choice is silver for you. Surely then you will delight yourself in the Almighty and will lift up your face toward God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfil your vows to him. Whatever you decide on a matter, it will be established for you. The light will shine on your ways. When people are brought low and you say, Lift them up, then he will save the downcast. He will deliver even someone who is not innocent, who will escape through the cleanness of your hands. Job chapter 23 Job's reply to Eliphaz Then Job answered, Even today my complaint is still bitter. His hand is heavy despite my groaning, and that I knew where I might find him, that I could come to his place of residence. I would lay out my case before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know what words he would answer me and understand what he would say to me. Would he contend with me with great power? No, he would only pay attention to me there an upright person could present his case before him and i would be delivered for ever from my judge the inaccessibility and power of god if i go to the east he is not there and to the west yet i do not perceive him in the north when he is at work i do not see him when he turns to the south i see no trace of him but he knows the pathway that i take If he tested me, I would come forth like gold. My feet have followed his steps closely. I have kept on his way and have not turned aside. I have not departed from the commands of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my allotted portion. For he is unchangeable, and who can change him? Whatever he has desired, he does. For he fulfills his decree against me, and many such things are his plans. That is why I am terrified in his presence, when I consider I am afraid because of him. Indeed, God has made my heart faint, the Almighty has terrified me, yet I have not been silent because of the darkness, because of the thick darkness that covered my face. Psalm 101, a Psalm of David I will sing about loyalty and justice. To you, O Lord, I will sing praises. I will walk in the way of integrity. When will you come to me? I will conduct my business with integrity in the midst of my palace. I will not even consider doing what is dishonest. I hate doing evil. I will have no part of it. I will have nothing to do with a perverse person. I will not permit evil. I will destroy anyone who slanders his neighbour in secret. I will not tolerate anyone who has a haughty demeanour and an arrogant attitude. I will favour the honest people of the land and allow them to live with me. Those who walk in the way of integrity will attend me. Deceitful people will not live in my palace. Liars will not be welcome in my presence. Each morning I will destroy all the wicked people in the land and remove all evildoers from the city of the Lord." Revelation chapter 16, The Bowls of God's Wrath Then I heard a loud voice from the temple declaring to the seven angels, Go and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth. Then ugly and painful sores appeared on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his image. Next the second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood, like that of a corpse, and every living creature that was in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and the springs of water, and they turned into blood. Now he heard the angel of the waters saying, "'You are just.' the one who is and was the Holy One, because you have passed these judgments, because they poured out the blood of your saints and prophets, so you have given them blood to drink. They got what they deserved. Then I heard the altar reply, Yes, Lord God, the all-powerful, your judgments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was permitted to scorch people with fire. Then people were scorched by the terrible heat, yet they blasphemed the name of God who has ruling authority over these plagues, and they would not repent and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, so that darkness covered his kingdom, and people began to bite their tongues because of their pain. They blasphemed the God of heaven because of their sufferings and because of their sores, but nevertheless they still refused to repent of their deeds. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates and dried up its water to prepare the way for the kings of the east. Then I saw three unclean spirits that looked like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet." For they are the spirits of the demons performing signs who go out to the kings of the earth to bring them together for the battle that will take place on the great day of God, the all-powerful. Look, I will come like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays alert and does not lose his clothes, so that he will not have to walk around naked and his shameful condition be seen." Now the spirits gathered the kings and their armies to the place that is called Armageddon in Hebrew. Finally the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. Then there were flashes of lightning, roaring and crashes of thunder, and there was a tremendous earthquake, an earthquake unequalled since humanity had been on the earth. So tremendous was that earthquake." The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. So Babylon the Great was remembered before God, and was given the cup filled with the wine made of God's furious wrath. Every island fled away and no mountains could be found, and gigantic hailstones, weighing about 100 pounds each, fell from heaven on people. But they blasphemed God because of the plague of hail, since it was so horrendous.